Hey everyone, I just wanted to take a quick minute. I hope that you're enjoying this episode. I really appreciate you taking the time and listening to my podcast. Wherever you listen to your favorite, I'm honored to be able to share that time with you. But hey, I wanted to let you know, I have my own webpage on Captivate. And I'm going to leave the link in the description below. But if you were to join me on my page, you have some perks that are coming to you. What kind of perks you say? Well, if you would subscribe for eight bucks a month, I will give you bonus content, my extra show that I have. And then on top of that, you'll get 24 hour early access to all the shows that the public already gets. And then I'll even throw in an extra perk. If you have your own business, you could send me the name of your business and I'll shout it out on this podcast at the cost of eight bucks. It's a deal in itself. I understand that if you don't want to subscribe just yet, hey, just buy me my favorite drink. I have two of them, actually. One is a cold coffee first thing in the morning. I love a caramel macchiato. And my other favorite summertime drink is a lotus banana blueberry chai. Oh, that's my favorite drink. Just hit the tip button and go ahead and leave me a tip and just buy me a drink. All right. With all of that, I just want to say thank you. And let's get back to the show. Hey, welcome to the Graceful Warriors podcast. This is where faith meets fortitude. I'm your host, Monica, and I'm here to walk this journey of life with you. But hello, we have to do it one step at a time. So I am inviting you to join me as we explore the art of gracefully navigating the challenges of this world while staying true to our beliefs and embracing that warrior within. God is calling the body of Christ to rise up So if you are ready to rise higher and embrace his light, well then, Warrior, this podcast is for you. Grab your sword and let's dive in. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Graceful Warrior podcast. Hey, we have an exciting, exciting guest. Um, I First of all, I just ran back into the office. Um, I was after meeting, after meeting, after meeting. And so now we're here and I look like crud. But um, we have a special guest. We're getting ready to talk about dreams and interpretations. Everybody is dreaming. And sometimes it is not what you just ate last night. It's not that pizza. Sometimes God is trying to get you to pay attention to something in your dreams. He speaks to us in dreams. We know it. Look what he did with the Pharaoh and Joseph had to come in and explain those dreams. And so we have a special guest with us that did the exact same things that started dreaming, sat down and found out what is the Lord trying to tell her and has begun to do a book, wrote a book about dreams and interpretations. So um, without further ado, we are going to welcome Amber Johnson to the show. Hello, Amber. How are you doing? Hello. I'm so good, Monica. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, well, thank you for coming on here. You know, we were um, so many people just have these crazy dreams. And I was like, you know, 
let's sit down and do a deep dive or a study and talk to people that saying, hey, am I crazy? Is it God trying to speak to us in our dreams? And what in the world does this mean? I mean, I'm sure you were there too, right? Absolutely. Yes. And I think, you know, just because a dream is symbolic, just because you wake up going, I have no idea what that was, doesn't mean God's not talking. So many of the dreams in the Bible are heavily symbolic, right? Right. And we've got fat cows eating skinny cows and skinny (laughs) corn eating fat corn. And God is talking, but it takes sitting in and with listening to him and taking the time to seek it out. Exactly. You know, so many times I've heard people go, I must have just been what I ate something or I was consciously thinking about something for the day or, you know what? After my whole day, I lay down and I tend to, and and women are known for that. We're known to lay down and kind of go through our day and go, did I do that right? Did I do this? Oh, I forgot to call that. And next thing you know, we fall asleep. And then we don't actually realize that our spirit doesn't sleep. It still communes. If we have a relationship with the Lord, it communes with the Lord, you know? And so let's talk about dreams. Um, how do we know that it's not us? How do we know it's, it's the Lord? What differentiates our own consciousness of dreams compared to what God gives us? I think that hits on such a key to dream interpretation for sure. One of probably the biggest things to sort out because I, I like to talk about dreams can come from three sources. So they can come from Demons, humans, or God. Exactly. Demon dreams we refer to as nightmares. Everybody kind of, but then, and we, we don't want to listen to the nightmares, but then the hard part is what ones are coming from me and what ones are coming from God, right? And exactly. um, a lot of times I think a lot of dreams have components of both mm-hmm. where God is speaking, but then there might be little pieces of the dream that's my soul just giving its own little commentary on the dream. And that can be tough because right. I mean, I've also had so many dreams where my dream self, I don't know if that's what, you know, how to call it is <laughs> commenting in the dream, but I'm actually, my dream self is starting to get the interpretation of mm-hmm. the dream, the prophetic interpretation. And it just takes so much sensitivity to the Holy spirit and sitting with him to go, okay, God is, you know, is this thing showing up in my dream because I saw this yesterday or because I was thinking about it yesterday, or maybe I saw it yesterday because you're really trying to speak to me through it. And it just, it takes asking him and having a conversation, but there's so much intimacy with God available through dreams because it kind of forces us to sit in with him and listen and press in. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I said, gosh, the first rule of dream interpretation you're not allowed to type it into Google. Oh Google, my gosh. Yeah. Google doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to sit with God and go through the process and take time. But there is so much intimacy with God available when we do that. Right, right. You know, and it, I think for me, it, it, there's because I do dream, I dream a lot ever since I welcomed. And I think that that's what it is for me. It was like, you know, Lord, I know that you speak in dreams. You did it. 
through um, Joseph and all of that. And all throughout scripture, he brought dreams in. And so I was like, Lord, speak to my spirit in dreams. And then it was boom. It was like, that's all I had to say. And it yes. opened up the world. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, what all does this mean? You know, and I know that. And here's a question. You ever thought about like, well, if God wanted me to go on a boat cruise, why why didn't he just give me a dream about a boat and go on a cruise? Why does it have to be something that we have to search out going, why didn't you just put a boat there? You know? Yes. Why is it that God's language is so much where we have to search it out so much in the dream? You so know? the Bible says it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It is the yes. glory of kings to search it out. And I think you know, as people who belong to Jesus, we are sons and daughters of the king. And so, right. and we are royalty. We are kings, right? So that right. applies to us. And it makes me think too of the, I think dreams are almost like a poem mm -hmm. in a lot of ways that God is like speaking this poem over us that often is so specific to us. I know there mm -hmm. are symbols in my dreams that probably don't mean that to anybody else, but God knows right. it means something to me, right? Right. And it's like this way that God romances us, right? When you, when you first start dating somebody, you want to tell them everything about you all at once, right? Because right. first of all, it would be a monologue and it would take forever. <laughs> but also it takes the romance out of it, right? It takes uh -huh. away from the hide and seek. And I think God does that to us That's through dreams, that it's a way that he romances us where he's kind of going, ooh, let's see if you're going to come discover me. Let me hide this. This thing, right. and see if you come, like, come chase me, come chase me. Yeah, um, really. He doesn't hide things from us. He hides things for us, that he's wanting us. So many scriptures that say, seek me, right? Mm -hmm. Seek me. Mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. wants us to pursue him. He is love. He wants mm -hmm. to be pursued. Like he invented romance. He is the start of romance. Yeah. He wants to be pursued. Oh my gosh, that is such a perspective because I know even for me, I never even thought of that. I was just like, you know, the word, we seek the world as far as the mysteries to, to search those out. But I never actually applied it to dreams of thinking it in that aspect. That is just so, that's in a, a oh moment. I always call yes. it the, oh. Yes. You know? My was, intimacy with God has so deepened through yeah. dreams, for sure. Right. So what happened, like, I have read in scriptures, too, that um, I, I can't remember the, I wrote it down in my notes, but there is where it says that the word um, in our dreams, God even uses the terrors to warn us. You know, how do we differentiate that between nightmares? What is the I difference? I think that's great. Yeah. Um, so for me nightmares you know they're coming from they're coming from something evil so first mm -hmm. off they're going to they feel evil they feel gross mm -hmm. you know i don't know yeah. if that's a you wake up from a nightmare and you feel like you just got attacked by a demon kind of like how mm -hmm. you would feel if a demon approached you during the day um and it's often you know it's filled with lie um i think gosh when demons come at us during the daytime they're often speaking a lie right they're often putting thoughts yeah. to us presenting thoughts to us and so in a dream, it might present with something like it's a lie, but it's in picture form. So right. you're being, you're being shamed, you're being, you know, whatever your fear is, mm -hmm. it's showing up in the dream, just like, just like the enemy would come at you during the day. And there's no, there's nothing helpful about the dream, you mm -hmm. know, 
Whereas a warning dream, if God's trying to warn us of something, which there's definitely a lot of warning dreams in scripture. Um, God came to Abimelech and said, don't touch Abraham's wife that, you know, that's a warning dream. There's, There's some sort of instruction with it. So it's kind of this idea of, hey, if you keep going the way that you're going to go, this is not going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what the response is, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of like, oh, I need to do this. I need to change my behavior. Um, and you don't wake up from it feeling like you just got attacked. You feel like you got corrected by the Lord, right? It's kind of right. a different sense to it. Um, and so, yeah, I've definitely had a lot of correction dreams, a lot of the Lord pointing things out in my heart. Wow. And it's interesting how, I mean, the Holy Spirit conviction, right? I think it's, it's the ouch wrapped in a giant hug, right? No condemnation. There's no guilt. I've been there. Um, yeah. But it's, it's the good ouch where, where you wake up going, okay, yep. I need to, I need to fix that. I need to forgive. I need to repent. I need to whatever it is. Like, yes. thank you for pointing it out. And there's an instruction with it. Like, okay, I know what I need to do. Right. There's, there's no instruction. You just, they're just an attack. That's, oh man, that is such a good point too. And it's just like, yeah, that there is the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And when those dreams do come, there is that awesome love around it where we don't just go, oh, I'm just bad. There's that ugly feeling, you know, of knowing it's knowing that the Lord does give you that bear hug and saying, Hey, you messed up right here, but I still love you. You know, and that is awesome. So I know like, like some people, you know, they will go and and have these dreams and then it it bothers them so much to the point that they start reaching out to certain places and go and trying to find interpretations. What does this mean? What does that mean? And even in society, like right now, um, you could find, all kinds of people that are coming out there, like just like the false prophets, you know, or being out there, yeah. you know, this number means this and this, because this color means this and this. How do you know when you have the right person to go to to say, I need help interpreting this dream? What are some key things that we as new dreamers could go, oh, this is the cheat sheet to say, don't follow people that do these things, or these are the people that you will follow because they say these things. That's good. Yeah. I think there is, there's a lot of new age symbols out there. And mm-hmm. so check in the source of where you're going to and, and go into people that are referencing scripture that are reading things in the Bible. Um, I, John Paul Jackson is somebody who is a, a pretty uh, prolific dream interpreter and he would always right. have a scripture. So he would say yes. blue, blue often means priest or priestly anointing for me because of I'm blanking on the reference right now, but Exodus something, something that talks right. about the blue on the, pre, you know, so he would kind of reference these things um, that were based in scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another good biblically based person for numbers is Troy Brewer. Um, oh, yes. He, he really, yeah, backs things up with, with scripture. For me, though, even with that, so I, I love these sources, but it really depends on the witness of the Holy Spirit. Because, for example, um, not too long ago, I, the number 23 kept popping up for me. And I knew the Lord was speaking Psalm 23. It just was right. coming up all right. over the place. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it could have come up in a different context where the Lord would have said, 
hey, look up what Troy Brewer says. You know, 23 yeah. means in scripture or whatever. And um, or it could be Proverbs 2, verse 3. Or, you know, it and yes. so and I've I've had all of those things. I've had some dreams where a number will will, you know, be prominent in the dream. And I just have to ask the Holy Spirit, okay, where do I go for this? And sometimes he'll say, it's a psalm, go to the psalm. Or sometimes he'll say, go to Troy Brewer, see what Troy Brewer says about that number. Right. Or, you know, some other Bible reference and see how is that number used in scripture, you know, a concordance even of wh- where is this number showing up in scripture. And so um, for sure, making sure we're going to sources that are biblically based, but even within that context of it being biblically based, you know, sometimes it can be one thing and sometimes it can be another. Yes. Just depending on what the Lord's trying to say. So, exactly. Oh, yeah. And it's so, so odd to even say 23. I had a dream one time. Um, this was the end of the dream and I was, I saw the wilderness and it was dark and there was a, a, a whirlwind swirling around. It was so loud that I couldn't hear. And then in, wow. in, in the middle of the air, I saw a giant two and three, right? Wow. And in my mind, I was having one of those dumb moments and I, in the dream, I was going 23, what's 20? And I said this in the dream, what's 23? two, three Psalms, two, three. And, and it was like the wind kept swirling and swirling, right? Wow. Like, two, three. Oh, you mean Psalms 23? <laughs> wow. And, uh, and then all of I a love sudden, that. yeah, my spirit was just like, it started saying Psalms 23 and the whole storm. Wow. Was like, and wow. And was That's like, a powerful dream. Yes. Wow. So you're just like, you know, here it is, like exactly what you're yes. saying. When we're going 23, Two, three, the second chapter of the New Testament, second of the right. old, you know. Yes, yeah. I was shouting, going, What do you mean? Yes. Know? And it that was. That is such, wow, such a powerful example, too, of I've had so many dreams like that where in the dream itself, I'm starting to get clues about the interpretation, or you kind of interpreted almost the whole dream, really, in your dream, <laughs> right? And so, yeah. and I've had so many dreams like that where it's like, okay, pay attention to what the dream self is noticing because sometimes uh-huh. the dreams, the dream self actually says what the interpretation sometimes. is. Yes, you know? sometimes, yes. Yeah, yep. yeah. Or in my dream, you know, it's like my dream self will call out something or um, as important. And so then it's like, okay, that's mm-hmm. the part of the dream that, that the whole interpretation maybe is based on. because that, yes. that was what was emphasized. And I think that's such an important key too because sometimes I know for me especially, I have dreams that, I mean, they can go on and on and there's so many details and so many things happening. Mm-hmm. And so stepping back to go, okay, what is kind of the overall picture of what's happening or what is the main thing that is highlighted and focus uh-huh. on that first. Okay. Holy spirit. What, what is the main idea here? And then we can go back and maybe ask the Lord about the little details. But sometimes if we start with all the details, we don't even know what the big picture is yet. We don't even know the right. general idea of what he's trying to say. So I like to tell people, you know, ask the Lord first off, okay, what is the big idea here? Is it something's being overcome? There's a problem. There's a correction. Like what's kind of the main idea? And then you can go back and fill in the details. Yeah. I have found, you know, what works for me is that the minute that you have the dream, when you get up in the morning, you kind of got yourself together is to actually grab a, a journal and write everything down you know, from the colors, if the dirt was wet, if a, if a person had no shoes on, write every detail down because 
like you're saying, every detail matters. It is, it is of importance of why did that one girl in the dream have one shoe on, one shoe off? Why was it a boot? Why was it unlaced? Why did she have, you know, to write yes. everything that you can think of in the dream or that you remember and seeing or sounds, smells, you know, what color, what was the symbol on, on the vehicle, or, you know, write it uh, all down. And right. then, uh, then there's the discovery purposes. I mean, have you found, um, I have heard so many people say that they actually dream map. They start writing down their dream and then they start going, okay, I have a vehicle here. It's this color. It does this. It only has this many wheels or one wheel smaller than the other. And they start going, here's the vehicle. Here's the person. Here's this. You know, what have you found that actually a system that works to helping to map out what God's trying to say? That's a great question. I think um, the way I kind of say is for people to look for what are what are the focus focuses of the dream? You know, there might be more than one and then the sub focus, which and there might be multiple of those, too, as far as kind of um, and those don't necessarily have to be people. Uh, so, you know, I, I have animals show up. I have a lot of symbolic animals in my dream. Mm-hmm. Um, a funny one, a lot of people who know me well know that I often dream about puppies or babies and they, they often represent people I'm ministering to. And uh-huh. I think God just knows I have a heart for puppies. So if he can turn the people into puppies in my dream, he can give me oh, a wow. compassion How to minister that? to people in my dreams. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people that show up as puppies in my dream, but <laughs> so, so the focus might be a puppy. I mean, it might not be a person or it might be the tornado that's swirling, like you're a dream, right. or it might be a mountain or, so it doesn't have to be a person, but, uh-huh. but what are kind of the main things that are the focus of the dream and the sub focuses of the dream. And then I've heard a lot of people like to map it out kind of like you're saying, where maybe we'll, we'll draw, you know, a circle in the middle of the page with the, whatever the focus is, and then branches off of that with what are all the different sub-focus, sub-foci, yes. <laughs> um, to kind of help, yeah, map that out. And then, gosh, as far as writing the dream down, uh, there's a lot of different methods people use. Um, I type mine into my uh, notes app in my phone in the middle of the night. That's, I've oh, heard wow. some people speak to yep. text because mm-hmm. it's, it's too, you know, they're too sleepy to write it down. For me, I, my voice is too asleep in the middle of the night. I, if I try to speak, it would just be all mumbly. So whatever, different things work for different people. I've heard some people actually draw their dream instead of writing it out, that they'll draw a picture. Yeah. And, and that's for some people that's easier, um, which kind of makes sense. I mean, you're seeing it in picture form. And so yep. to kind of just draw what it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of methods out there, whatever, Whatever works for you, it's definitely get it, get it recorded in some form that you can then yes. take to the Lord and say, okay, yeah, what does this mean? Yes. I think it's also important too, is to date it, to date yes. that dream because you never know, you know, you can look back at it and go, wow, this is happening now. Or I yes. see what he was saying now, you know? Yes. Yeah. I, That's so interesting to see. Um, gosh, I mean, I've had, I've had some dreams that are future. They're speaking about future. Not all dreams are, some dreams are about healing me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I've had some that happened three days later and I've had some that happened three years later and I've had some that still haven't happened that have been from a few years ago. So yes, 
Yes, I think too. I mean, there's so many times like I've had the Lord, um, a dream has gone on and I'm like, okay. And it's so weird how sometimes we can get up and we can remember and write those things down. But then it's like how personal God is, like you were saying with the puppies, is that God even used, I love Star Wars. And my boys have gotten me hooked on playing Star Wars games with them. And the Lord actually used Star Wars game for one time. And that had me so stumped because I was like, wait, there's no such thing as the force. You are God almighty, you know, and I had to sit there and go, wait a minute. I like Star Wars. I do this. And so putting it together, it's the awesomeness of how personal he is with us to use things like that is just amazing. I love that. Yes. So good. And some of those things that are so unique and personal to us, that moment when you get the revelation from the Holy Spirit on what he's trying to say, I just, man, I just feel so loved by the Lord. You know, there's just such an amazing intimacy with that, where it's like, like you said, like, oh man, you're using this thing that's important to me, that's important to my kids. And I just love that God speaks through the things that matter to us. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like... So important to to ask the Lord, too, is after getting the dream down and once you have that revelation of the dream, you're like, okay, I know what you're saying now. After figuring it out, after looking up the sources that you have named for us, is that once you have that answer is to now go to the Lord and say, okay, I understand what you're saying now. If it's something that I need to do, how do I put this into action? You know, going to the Lord and letting him guide us. Because sometimes we're sitting there going, okay, I know what the dream is. What do I do next? So true. That's so true. And I think that's a great point about prophecy in general. Whatever form prophecy is coming from, there are three parts to it. Revelation, Mm -hmm. interpretation, application. Yes. Um, And there's, there's several people that teach that. And I think it is so right on. So for dreams, the revelation part is the dream. Okay, you mm-hmm. had a dream. Nothing prophetic has actually happened yet. You just had a dream. <laughs> right, right. Now you got to interpret and apply. This is where prophecy comes in, you know? The work. <laughs> and so, yes. And so, yeah, there's the interpretation process, but then there's also the application of what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and gosh, I think where it can especially get tricky and where we really have to press in with the Lord um, and make sure is warning dreams that we think are for other people uh, because... Mm-hmm. I, that's such a weighty thing. And I know for the people that I'm leading in ministry, I advise them, you know, go to me, go to a leader. Right. If you really think you have somebody, something, a warning dream for somebody, because honestly, you can do more harm than good, depending Very on how that's way. delivered, depending on if they're ready to hear that, you know. Exactly. Um, and, and sometimes it's for intercession, I believe. Sometimes we're not supposed to tell the person I had a dream a few months ago that somebody um, that I knew was in a fatal car accident. And mm-hmm. in the dream itself, this is where my dream self is interpreting in the uh-huh. dream itself. I said, oh, I should have prayed. I could have stopped this. Oh. And so I woke up and I never told the person because I, I didn't think I was meant to. And I, I mean, it didn't seem like a warning in that sense, like, oh, drive careful. That's not going to help. That's just going to make him paranoid. Right. Produce right. a car accident because he's going to be nervous. And so <laughs> I really felt, exactly. I really felt this is an intercession. 
call that I need to wake right. up and, and I did. And I just, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every assignment of car accident. I encase his, his car right. angelic reinforcements and the Holy spirit and he's protected. And, um, and I mean, he's, he's not gotten in a car accident. And I, I truly believe that I stopped whatever, you know, it was, it was a call to pray and stop whatever the enemy was trying to do with a car accident for him. Um, and yeah. so, so that's such a key difference. You know, that dream, I was not supposed to tell him, okay, drive careful. I was yes. just supposed to pray. Um, yeah. And it, it does, you know, it is possible to get a warning dream for somebody, but again, yeah, that is such a weighty thing. And it really probably should go maybe through a spiritual leader, really process with the Lord, really make sure it's the right timing and all of that. So yeah. true. Very good point. Very good point. I think, um, you know, and then there is exactly the point of you saying there can be more harm than good. If you just go, Oh, I had a yeah. dream about you and, and you die in the dream. You're like, no, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, right. You know, and yes. it's, I think also too, it is actually looking for that person um, that you trust that knows you um, that is biblically strong, close to the Lord that they're just not going to go off some deep end, that they are trustworthy, that can hold that dream between you and that person, you know, and to be able yes. to solve it together, pray about it, say, we we at least have this dream, Lord, and this is what we've interpreted. Is this correct? You yes. Know? Yeah, and, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's, there's such a humility is so important, you know, right. in prophetic protocol in general, whether you're giving somebody a prophetic word or you're giving them a prophetic dream, Having the humility to say, you know, I think this is what God is saying, but, you know, you have the Holy Spirit, too. So you have just as much access to be processing and asking him with me. You know, maybe God will tell you something or maybe this will mean something to you that that I don't know. And it means something right. something to you, you know. And so, yeah, yeah that's that's and I think, for sure. you, you know, oftentimes, too, it's like when we get a dreams, you're like, oh, I'm not qualified for this. I'm not. no. Each, you know, God calls the people and he qualifies the people, you know, yes. just because you yes. have a dream doesn't mean that God is, is not going to allow you to figure out what he is saying. You have the same sources as I do is him, the word of God, and some strong Christian leaders, like you were saying, to be able to use your sources. It's just, you have to choose wisely of where you yeah. go. And you, you put this, this is a sensitive thing that God has given you and it's so true. valuable, so true. dear to heart, you know, that yes. you have to go to trusted sources. Yes. And, uh, yes. That is yes. so good. Yeah. So it's just like, um, so you have been dreaming a lot. You, you dream a lot. The Lord tells you things. So with all of the dreams that you have had, what have you done? Um, I, I think you, you mentioned a website, you mentioned a book. So tell us a little bit yes. about that. Yeah. So my ministry for kind of my itinerant ministry, um, stuff, I, I do a lot of stuff inside my church and also itinerant ministry. So Arise Ministries and the website is ariseministries.life. Mm -hmm. And I recently published this um, dream interpretation journal. I have it with me so I can show it. Oh, nice. A little bit of a glare on it. But yes. um, this is so currently available for sale through Arise Ministries website. Um, okay. And at the end of the month, at the end of February, it should be available on Amazon. It's currently getting formatted for Amazon. And wow. it is about... 
50 or so pages of teaching people how to interpret dreams. And, wow. and then the rest of it is journal pages so people can practice. Yes. Um, yes. And so it's, I go through the various categories of dreams. You know, there's uh, prophetic dreams, healing dreams. We talked about, you know, warning dreams, intercession dreams. So various categories. And then I go through the process that I use um, to interpret dreams. Uh, uh-huh. Step one is you invite the Holy Spirit, right? And then I just go from there and just kind of, okay, ask him about this. Okay, what's the focus of the dream? Just kind of go through the process that I use. And so I, it has been so, this has just been so fun. I just really, pre- I, so I actually, it was through a prophetic dream that the Lord kind of gave me the instruction to make this dream journal, which is just fun. Wow. Um, yeah, but so far, so many people who have bought the journal have told me, man, I have started dreaming so much since I got your journal. And my publisher, just a couple of days ago, she told me, because her team is is doing the formatting and such to get it on Amazon right now. She said, while they've been doing this process, a lot of them are getting dreams from God that there's just this oh invitation gosh. on it. Yeah, so, and I just... um that's just been my heart. I've actually, I've prayed over all my journals. For oh my gosh. Impartation. Yeah. And I just, I love that God is doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And just giving, yeah, giving people an impartation of dreams through the journals. So your site is ariseministries.life. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Dot life. Yes. Okay. So we put that up for those that are watching this. We put that up on the ticker going at the bottom of your screen. Um, you see ariseministries.life. If you want to check out her book, and get it from her website prior to going to Amazon. We know that the, the money will go to a Christian organization versus going to Amazon. So if you want to grab that, grab that now while you can. I think I'm going to go ahead and invest in that and get one for me as well. So um, um, that is just amazing that people are are having dreams just yeah. by getting this book. That is I love amazing. it. I love that the publishers yeah. have a dreams too. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. know, it's just God has such a sense of humor. Yeah, you know, yes. and, and and at the same time, you you just we dance in joy in our heart and everything. At the same time, you just go, it would only be the Lord. I mean, He right. has humor because we have humor. Yes, you know? yes, absolutely, yes. Oh man, what what yes. an amazing thing! But um, Amber, I wanted to um at least give something else to the people um, with the dreams and a little bit of what you've done in your books. Can you give us something as like um, a generalized, you know, Hey, we have found that maybe um, colors mean certain things or what vehicles mean, or maybe, you know, we know that a woman in a gown, we know that that's a representation of the bride of Christ. You know, what are some basic things that we can kind of help them go, okay, for beginners, Here's what do these things mean? I think that's good. Some things that I've seen come up really commonly for people. One is cars. Mm-hmm. Cars seem to often represent somebody's calling or their ministry or something right. like that. And so, you know, I've gosh, so many dreams myself and other people have had car going the right way. It's a good thing. Uh-huh. Going the wrong way. It's like, okay, God's trying to correct you or something. Car Am crashing. I out? <laughs> yeah, car crashing. God's really trying to, you know, um, or or roadblocks. Okay, is there something maybe preventing your destiny, preventing your call? You know, so there's uh-huh. car, car dreams seem very, very common. House 
house dreams kind of similarly. Uh So a lot of times your house is either could be your ministry or, or just your life, even that big or um, your jurisdiction, something like that. A lot of people have dreams about their old house, which often means something from the past that God's trying to talk to you about something from the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of in a similar vein, a lot of times front door, front porch is something in the future, back door, back porch is something in the past. Um, There's a lot of, I know for me, especially there's a lot of up down imagery. So there's, you know, up in the elevator, up in the escalator, up the stairs that seems right. to be this, you know, um, having this heavenly perspective or God promoting you or God giving you higher vision, something like that, you know, right. for me going down, so down into a basement, gosh, I've even had like submarines that are going way down. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of times it's, it's kind of the hidden issues or the deep issues or something like that. Like God's like, okay, we need to go deep. We need to go either deep into our heart or deep into whatever. He's kind of taking yeah. you down to the hidden, hidden things. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think hotels are often places of transition. Mm-hmm. I've had, I've also had RVs and tents that are kind of that similar right. idea. I dream about a lot of hotels. I guess I'm in transition a lot. <laughs> I've heard like, um, like this one gal, she had her dream where in her dream, um, her, she saw her body and it was, it was dead, but there was baby in the womb. Wow. And, yes. and she was like, oh my gosh. And she ended up finding out that it wasn't her, um, that she was going to die. So if we have those dreams of death, it doesn't mean all the time that you are going to die. There, right. there could possibly mean it is it is now time to to die to we are done with this thing in your life. We're right. moving on to a new thing. Yes, you know? for sure. New season. So, yeah. Yes. For sure. I think, you know, gosh, one of the biggest things for me too, I tell people is what is the feeling you get in the dream? Because so something like that, it could be like, yes. I died in the dream, but it didn't feel bad. And so yeah. it's like, okay, well then maybe it's not literal death. Like, right. you know, maybe, maybe right. it's moving on from something. Um, I had a dream not too long ago where I'm in the enemy's camp. Okay. That could be really bad. But the <laughs> sense in the dream, right. It could be like God saying, what are you doing? Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. But the sense of the dream was that I'm a spy and I'm like sneaking in there and spying on the enemy and running out. Oh, and wow. so God was like, yeah, you're, you're a spy in the enemy. Ter-. So this actually was a good thing, but it, mm-hmm. so it really depends on what is the sense of the dream? You know, mm-hmm. this is happening, but I feel like it's good. Okay. Well, maybe it's symbolic to it. Maybe the interpretation is not something bad, you know? Right. Right. And knowing that when you finally come to, okay, I did it. This, you feel good about the interpretation. There is still taking it to the Lord and saying, I have this. Yeah. This is what I've come up with. Is this correct? You know, yes, because we can sure. be wrong. We can, you know, like I heard a story and, and Amber and I shared this uh, when we had first met and I was telling her the story. This, there was a gal that was riding on a surfboard and she got knocked off a surf, surfboard um, by a dolphin and she didn't know what it meant. And after sitting there trying to figure out, figure out, and she was like, well, what is the name, the the scientific name of the dolphin? And she came up, she was like, oh, a porpoise. 
she got knocked off of her mission by her own purpose. She, what she wow. did in her life, she knocked. So there's the analogy of that, always taking it to the Lord and going, this yes. is what I have. Is this correct? Yes. You know, so good. On it. Yes. Because yes. I, I, I messed some up, boy. I'm like, oh, okay. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And I've had so many dreams too, where they were, they were future. And I, they, a lot of times they, those ones don't make sense until fully makes sense until it's happening. And, and you're in that moment going, Oh, Oh, I dreamt this. Oh, I dreamt this. This is, yeah. this is what that meant, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, so we want to go ahead and, um, um, talk about, here's what, let me, let me grab my notes. I was like, I really think that one of the things that you were saying when you and I um, were first talking is that dream, you said something like dreams also invite us to know God more. And that was so prevalent when you said that I was like, wow, you know, because first we're so hyped up into what does this mean? What is this? That oftentimes we end up pulling away. Mm-hmm. And going yes. and trying to interpret. And so when you said that, I was like, wow, that was pretty profound. You know, can you yes. talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I think, gosh, for me still, even after, I mean, I've been dreaming almost every night for three or four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, my record is 11 dreams in one night. I was a little tired after that. <gasps> oh, that my night. gosh. <laughs> um, but even still, there are. There are some dreams where I wake up and I'm going, wow, I really have no idea on this one, you know? Right. And But I actually get excited because a lot of times those are the ones that, wow, there's so much intimacy available when I get hit with the interpretation. And a lot of times right. it's because it takes a little more time and effort yes. that I might be sitting with the Lord for a few hours that day. At Sometimes it's going to take a few days. Sometimes, yes. you know, it might take several dreams with the same idea and sitting with the Lord and sitting with the Lord and then finally get the interpretation. Yes. And so it's almost the more symbolic, the more time it's going to take where I just yeah. have to sit there. There's there's a lot of intimacy available. And I and I tell people my prayer life in general, I really believe Prayer, prayer should be like 90% listening, 10% us talking, that there should be so much more of us wanting to hear what God has to say, you know, right, um, right. and letting him pour into us, letting him speak identity over us. Mm. And I think dream interpretation really kind of forces us to do that. You know, yes, we don't really yes, have a lot to say. We just mm. have to sit there and listen. It's kind of like, okay, God, here's the dream. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit, listen for you to speak, and it might it might be a while. You might be sitting there for a while, but wow, the intimacy available when we just have to sit and listen for God to speak. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know one question that just popped into my head is, you know, maybe some of the listeners are going, you know, well, why does God speak to us just in the dream? And the thing that 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 I thought of and add your input into this is that there are times I think that we get through life. We're always on the hustle and bustle. We get up, we grab breakfast, we're out the door with coffee and a bagel in our mouth or, you know, dropping the kids off that there's our quiet moments, you know, that God will speak to us when we are quiet 
you know, yes. for me, I have, I have the Lord that speaks to me either in dreams or in the shower. And I'm like, really, Lord, can I just take a shower? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> yes. she tends to speak to us. I mean, when we slow down. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. I think, man, dreams too. your brain is kind of it's off. Mm-hmm. Right? And yes. so God has this captive audience when we're sleeping where yes. we can't really protest as much as we can when we're awake. Yeah. Um, we can a little bit. I mean, our souls kind of, you could kind of protest, but nowhere near as much. And mm-hmm. there's so much stuff the Lord has shown me in dreams or told me in dreams that I think I just flat out wouldn't have been receptive to hearing it during right. the day. Right. And that includes dreams about my calling and dreams, just stuff that I think I am not qualified. I couldn't do that. I don't, you know, and so the only way God was going to be able to get through to me was if he showed me in a dream, you right. know, because if he just came to me in the day and told me this, I, as it was, some of these, I'm like, I don't know, God, about that. I don't know that I'm qualified, <laughs> to, you know, Let me think about that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then on the flip side, also just some, some healing dreams. I had, um, gosh, one that I think is such a good example. Um, I had a dream where I was on my way to this fancy dinner in my honor, kind of this idea of I'm getting promoted, I'm being honored. But before I go there, I have to stop and talk to this person from my past who had abused me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, don't want to. And I, <laughs> I right. woke up from the dream so frustrated because I was like, man, Lord, I really feel like I've dealt with this. Like I have talked to my mentor. I've done a lot of inner healing. I have like, right. let go. I forget. I've like, what I'm is done. it? Yeah. Like why, you know, but, and it was one of those, man, I had to sit with the Lord for hours that day, just going, what is it? And right. the Holy Spirit brought to mind, there was this one person who was totally not even involved in the situation, but had spoken something over me in relation to the situation. And the Lord just showed me, you know what, there's a tiny part of your heart that believed what was said about you. And you have uh, got to yeah. break agreement with that lie. Yeah. And wow, I did. I was like, okay, I repent for believing that lie. I broke agreement with that lie. I spoke the opposite thing over myself. And I just, I mean, I'm like, snot crying with Jesus for, you know, <laughs> five <crying>. minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> just the best kind of crying with Jesus. But then right. wow, after that, it was like, that was the last thing. That was the last wow. feeling that needed to happen in my heart. And I, and God hasn't brought it up again, you know, after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, only, only Jesus would know, you know, yeah. Hey, that one lady, that one time said that one thing and you're not okay about it. And I, I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know I wasn't okay. I really thought I had let go. And so there's so many things like that, that God can do in dreams that I don't think I would have, I would have heard it. He probably was trying to tell me during the day, but I don't think I just didn't hear it. And it took yeah, a dream yeah. for him to bring it to my attention. Wow, that is so awesome. And, and you know, it really does show that it, you, no matter how deep we seem to press down something so far deep that the Lord can still reach in and said, nope, you know, we, we got to deal with this one thing to allow yes. you healing, you know, and that he knows yes. us so much to do that. It's just, yes. wow, wow. So, so good. Um, yeah. So I always like to ask um, at the end of everything is what is your favorite food? My favorite food yes. coffee is what comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Could coffee be a food group? Because if so, that's it. <laughs> After your 11 dreams in one night, just give me a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> it is really for real. When I'm fasting, that is the hardest thing to give up is the coffee. Like, oh I'm going my out gosh, yes, the coffee. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, favorite um, all time movie. Oh gosh, that one's hard. Um, man. Gosh, can I say The Chosen? I know that. I mean, that's not the movie. Really? It's a TV show, but it's, I just, man. yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah, I love The Chosen. I think I really, um, I really, when at the very, what was it? When the Lord um, called Mary mm, and yes. the, the verse that he had said, you know, you are mine. Man, yeah. I went and looked up that scripture and that has been like one of my favorite verses. And I was wow. like, wow, yes. you are mine. You know, it's so good. Yeah, and so we are his. He can speak dreams in the middle of the day. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Lord, talking to you is more important than sleep. Like, here we yep. go. <laughs> yep. Okay. And then, last question: um, your all-time favorite type of music? Like, is it jazz? Music. Is it worship? Is it? I like I mean, to definitely. get up and go. Definitely worship. I actually, so about a year ago, started learning how to play the violin. So that's kind of my new yeah. thing. And so anything that has a violin for the last, you know, I guess probably a year, I'm just so drawn to it. And I mean, I love worship music. So especially, especially any worship music that has a violin in it. I just think, I don't know, there's just something on it. I just love it. Oh my gosh, you're going to be sending me a text message going, here's my dream, and it's going to be your body and your head as a violin, you know, <laughs> and yes. playing the music. <laughs> yes. so, <laughs> so, Amber, thank you so much. Um, everybody, we just, we want to go ahead and do another deep dive into uh, dreams and have Amber come back and talk more deeply, but we wanted to just kind of lay out the beginning of this and talk about how God does speak to us in dreams and why he does. And man, this, this is just going to be a great, great study. So Amber, thank you for coming on. And we hoped um, to just have you back on again and talk about dreams and everybody grab your, that book, if you can at ariseministries.life, or we know that the money will go to a good Christian site instead of Amazon. So um, Amber, thank you so much and have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you. You too. God bless you. God bless. Well, as our time together comes to a close, remember my fellow graceful warriors, that the path of faith is a journey of constant growth and transformation, as well as challenges. But stay strong, stay courageous, and let your grace shine bright as ever. If you found inspiration and guidance in today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Graceful Warrior on your favorite podcast platform, or even on my page here at Captivate, and share the light with others who are seeking God's path of faith and strength in their own lives. And until next time, keep your hearts open and your spirits about.